Amen. Your faithfulness. We thank you for your loving kindnesses. We thank you for your mercies. Hallelujah. For your grace, oh God. Lord, even for your judgment, Lord, we thank you, Father. Lord, we ask that you would look down upon us. You would give us grace in your sight tonight, Lord, as we call upon your name. Father, you know every individual, you know every heart that's in this place. We pray that you administer, Lord, to each and every one of us. Amen, God, and I pray that you would pour out your spirit. Let us experience and let us witness, O Lord, the outpouring of your spirit. God, the demonstration of your spirit and of your power. Lord, that we can receive salvation, Lord, that we can receive deliverance and healing, O Lord. Amen. Minister unto us, O God, and all those that we have been lifting up, God, in our prayers. Minister unto them, O Lord. You know the needs, God. Do a work, O Lord. Do a mighty work, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we call upon your great and holy name. The name that is above all names, O God. Do a marvelous work in this place, O Lord. Bind us together that we can be one body. Of one spirit, Lord. In one mind and one accord together, Lord. In unity and in harmony. Let your love, let your peace, let your joy abound. God, in this place, O Lord. Bless our worship, bless our testimony, bless the ministry of your word, bless the man of God tonight, Lord. Amen, Lord, hallelujah, bind us together, Lord. Amen, Lord, and we look to you, Father. Amen, God, for all things, O Lord. Have your way, O God, in this place, Lord, we pray. Amen, break the arm of the enemy, Lord. Amen, Lord. Every weapon formed against us shall not prosper. Lord, bring down every principality and dominion and power. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind. According to your word, we bind and we loose from this place. God, have your way, Lord. Help us that we can lift you up and give you glory, Lord. Amen. This we ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let everybody say amen. Amen.
Nothing worth more that will ever come close. 
59 in your hymn book. You know what? That's what it's all about. His presence. Without the Lord, we're just a bunch of people getting together. He's what it's all about. Amen. Listen to these words, saints.
feel like I've already been to church. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Such an awesome presence of the Lord in this place. Amen. Amen. I'm so blessed that you all have invited me to be a part of your revival. If you're here, this is your revival. Whatever part you've played, this is your revival. And I feel very humbled that you've allowed me to be a part of that. Amen. Praise God. And, you know, a lot of times you'll go to revival, and I'm, I'm speaking from a pew or a bench warmer. Sometimes you'll go to revival, and the preaching will be awesome, but that's what you'll hear is awesome preaching. But here... We're seeing awesome people get up out of the pews. Come out of the pews. We're going to see God. We're going to worship God. I don't care where you are in the ministry. When you see folks responding to God like that, you're the preacher that's blessed. Yes. It's such a blessing to be able to see what God is doing. Amen. I've preached up and down the streets. I've preached all over the United States. And uh, about every time, God is forever present in the building. But you can't always get folks to respond right. to the things of God. That's but right. give yourselves a hand clap tonight. Praise God. Thank you so much for responding to the things of God in this place. Praise the Lord. Every time you clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Every time a big crocodile tear goes rolling down yeah. your cheek. Amen. Every time you lift your hands in right praise up. and worship. Yeah. And I tell you, Jesus. you're responding to the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You're responding to the things of God. Hallelujah. And I'd be a hypocrite to tell you. Amen. That just gets me right where it needs to be God. Praise the Lord. Amen. It makes me feel Jesus all the way down on my pinky toe. Amen. Which may be a shorter ways for me than some. Amen. But it's a good feeling, let me tell you. Praise the Lord. So don't stop that. Amen. Don't stop that. Amen. Amen. Regardless of me, regardless of anybody that may be around you, don't break your concentration with the Lord. Please respond to the things of God. Let Him bless you. Let Him deliver you. Yes, let Him heal your body of your afflictions. Let Him deliver you from your sins. Let Him fill you utterly and completely with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. That's the Spirit of the Lord give the evidence. So glad to be here. Thankful that my wife and my son made the trip with me today, my youngest son. Um, We're still kind of not used to my daughter and my oldest son not traveling with us. He's 19, she's 18. And, uh, you know, my oldest son, he doesn't seem to mind a bit still being in that growing up process. But my daughter's 18, and boy, she got the chest out, shoulders back, and I'm an adult now. (laughs) Amen. But with that being said, amen, they have jobs, and my my daughter's working at a daycare now, and she just, uh, praise the Lord, she loves her job, loves working with those kids. Amen. And uh, my son has uh, got him a job recently uh, at a tractor implement place. He's a mechanic now. God's blessing him, God. praise the Lord. Amen. And I just want my wife to stand and testify and say something for Bless Jesus. Hallelujah. 
girls know what to do. Well, I was singing with her, but I could feel it just right yeah. there with her. So I just, I just want to praise the Lord. And my expectations for tonight just go through the roof because there's no telling what God's going to do. Amen. How many were blessed by the message last night from Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you something you may not know, and, and if you don't believe me, I'll show you after church, but uh, under Brother Marshall's name and my phone, I've got Greatest Evangelist, oh, no. or one of the greatest evangelists, that's All how it reads. Right. I don't say that to embarrass him, but that's really how I feel. Amen. He's uh, true enough, brother. Amen. Amen. It's an honor to get to share this. This revival with you and your family. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 And uh, uh, Brother Harold Marshall, my, my, my. What a man of God. Yes, Amen. Thank you, Amen. I didn't just start traveling and preaching up and down the road yesterday. I've been doing this a little while. Amen. And I don't, I don't know any other man that God, God has used so mightily, amen, to do his best to reach out to see that the Native American people will be saved. There's not a doubt in my mind that that is his calling, brother, and that is your legacy. I believe, Elder, you probably felt the weight of that before, what I just said. But just in case you haven't, I want to remind you, thus saith the Lord. You're the anointed one that God has sent amongst your people. Thank you, Lord. It's not by accident that just about the time, you know, you think, well, I've done just about all that there is to do, and maybe I'm getting a little older and tireder, and I just don't see the results. It's not by accident that. Uh, uh, Pastor Marshall, praise God that God just doesn't open up the heavens, praise the Lord, and dump it all over you once again. Amen. That's God's way of showing I'm not done, and in some ways, uh, I'm just getting started. Amen. I said God is not done. so thankful uh, Brother Rich Shefter stepping out by faith brother and doing amen what God has called you to do praise amen. the Lord I'm so happy for you amen, amen. glory amen. to God there's not a doubt in my mind not one single doubt that God's not going to bless your ministry amen. and your endeavors yes. with the Lord Woo. praise the Lord yes. amen. Amen. I believe with you I believe that yes. God could uh, even right now as I'm yeah. speaking, the power of God yeah. can fall on you and He can touch your body from the top yeah. of your head yeah. to the sole yeah. of your feet. Yeah. 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 
that don't happen, brother, if that don't happen, what I want to, to happen is all the slowful ministry that's been called for God. They won't get up out of their house and do something for Jesus. I, I hope every time you preach the gospel, I hope every time you go out amongst the people that the feeling of conviction uh, grabs their heart uh, and they begin to feel ashamed. Uh, amen. For not pressing in uh, and doing something uh, for the gospel's sake. It ain't no time to be sleeping. It ain't no time to be slothful. The field is white and it's ready for harvest. Hey man, but who will be used of God? Hey man, I'm not preaching to everybody tonight, but I'm trying to talk to somebody. Hey man, that's set back on God's calling. I'm trying to talk to somebody that already been filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey man, it won't get off the couch. It won't turn off the television. Come on. Hey man, one of won't leave the things of this world and pick up your cross and your obligation and your calling and go for God. love you tonight. Yes. Praise the Lord. And that wasn't part of the message, so don't bill me. I won't bill you for that, brother. Just... <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord brought something, and I've got a message. I'm not stalling for time. I'm just trying to wait on the Lord. Amen. But I was sitting back there just, you know how we do. We just worship. And yeah. We're just talking to the Lord. Yeah. The Lord's talking to us. And Amen. I, I begin to think that some of the most intelligent, versed men of God that God has ever put in my life, Bible, Bible verse full of this knowledge, has been Native American people. Wow. Woo! Amen. Wow. Amen. I'm serious. Amen. I'm serious. Amen. Uh, back at home in Chautauqua, Kansas, we had an elder in our church named Brother Orville McGar. He, man, he was full-blood Cherokee. And that man could pretty much quote this whole entire Bible. He, he probably forgot more scripture than most people will ever learn. Praise Woo! the Lord. And then I get to meet the Marshall family. Oh, my Lord. I feel like a peon. I feel like a midget amongst giants. And you can laugh at that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So when I tell you that I feel blessed to be here, Believe me, take me at my word. I, I feel blessed. See, see, I, I need people like this in my life. Yes. Amen. When I when I don't have all the answers, they're a phone call away. Yes. When I need prayer, they're a phone call away. Yes. Amen. You know they've never let me down. Yes. Praise the Lord. I said they've never yes. let me down. Yes. And these other ministers, praise the Lord. I may not know them on the same level. But I know they're intelligent enough to look to this man as pastor. Hey Amen. And these brothers, come on, somebody. So they have my admiration as well. Let me tell you something. You lack for nothing in this church. You have quality leadership. You have the power of God. You have the authority of the Almighty. I'm telling you, don't you ever hang your head in shame. But lift up your hands. Come on, somebody. Look unto the Lord. Redemption rock time. Can I tell 
daddy come along and try to put you in a box. You aren't designed to be in a box. Amen. Whether you realize it or not, or whether I realize it or not. Amen. I was created perfectly, and everybody else was made tall, but that's beside the point. Amen. God made us all the way we are, and he made perfect specimens, perfect humanity. Amen. We were totally designed, amen, to send up perfect praise. In fact, my Bible reads that out of the mouth of babes has my praise been perfected. Even when you're in infancy, you have the ability to give God the praise. Can I tell you, God did not make a throwaway in you. God made you to worship Him. God made you because He created something valuable. Amen. That would praise Him. Try to get into Thank the message you. tonight. Thank my, my, my. <laughs> we could almost fold the Bible and just start a dance, I think. I still feel like we've been to church. The problem is that with that, I might get whooped later later if I didn't at least try to give you what God's given me. So I don't like them things. Didn't like them when I was a kid, and I like them even less now that I'm half grown up. <laughs> yeah, well, like go ahead and laugh. It works like a good medicine. Hallelujah. And in case you're wondering, I'm really not planning on maturing, so it is what it is. I hope you love me like that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let me let me see if I can. I got so much going on, I don't know where to get started, I'll be honest with you, but I'll start. Praise the Lord. Let's start at 2 Samuel chapter 9 and uh, verse 1. And David said, Is there yet any that is left in the house of Saul that I might shew him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant named Zibeth. And when he had called unto him David, the king said unto him, Art thou Zebed? He said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I might shew the kindness of God unto him? Zebed said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Zebed said, unto the king, behold, he is in the house of Achar, the son of Amon, in Lodabar. And the king David sent and fetched him out of the house of Achar, and the son of Amon, from Lodabar. Amen. Yeah. Let me stop right there, praise the Lord. Amen. I would like to just preach an invitation tonight, and you're already here, although it's a standing invitation for here, but I would just like to invite you, amen, to the house of the king tonight. Amen. 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 You're invited to the king's house amen. tonight. Amen. 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 Pastor, would you pray? Amen. 
You can be seated tonight if you want to be. Amen. I feel a lot like what Elder Brother Craig Marshall said last night. You feel the need to pray, you pray. You don't have to wait on me to receive the Holy Ghost. Just get after it. Don't let me interfere with what you and God got going. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But we find in uh, the book of 1 Samuel, he met about the 17th chapter, a little anointed King David kind of comes on the scene where uh, his father Jesse had sent him to go check in on Saul's army for he had some brothers there that was fighting. So he gives him some bread and cheese. He says, you know, here's some things to, victuals to take to them. I want you to go see to them and see how they're doing. You all know to David's amazement when he gets up there, there's this big old giant called uh, Gath, praise the Lord, that's just yep. sitting out and shouting and trying to defile the, the armies of God. And he's, he's declaring, send me a man to fight. Yep. His amazement, uh, men of God was... Uh, children of Israel was running in their tents and hiding yep. uh, from this awful uh, big beast of a man. Praise yep. the Lord. And of course, there's a difference between, you know, just talking about anointing and there's <laughs> and there's another thing to sure enough have it. Yep. And David sure enough had it. Praise Amen. the Lord. And it showed when the, the lion and the bear tried to take some sheep and uh, he didn't back down from them and he ripped them apart as well yep. praise the lord uh -huh. amen and so uh david even though even his own family tried to whoo feel the holy ghost yeah. even his own family uh, done their best to try to shame him into not going up against the philistine he talked about him just being prideful yep whoo mm -hmm. i hit something there yeah, yeah. Amen. A lot of us are here tonight in, re in spite of what our peers has told us to do because we desire something better yes. than what we've already got. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So David had a made up mind. I'm just not going to sit idly by while some uh, giant of a man, some Philistine, Amen. Begins to defile the armies of God. Praise yeah. the Lord. I wish right. we got more Davids today. And maybe by the end of this revival, we'll have a whole lot of Davids born yeah. into the kingdom of God. Praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Amen. And so we all know the story. Even though uh, Saul had more or less talked down to him. Yeah. And even though Saul was too scared to get out of his tent and fight. He said, well, here you go, David. Put on my armor. And, uh, of course, uh, Little David sassayed under the weight of it. Praise yeah. the Lord. Let that be a lesson to us. Amen. We're not designed to carry someone else's armor, but we have our own armor to carry. Yeah. Oh, come on, somebody. Yeah. We're not imposters. We're not 
imitators. We're, we're vessels. Some of us even broken vessels. But if we'll let God fill us with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, can I tell you, you'll have your own armor. And you'll go into battle, no doubt. Even if like David with a little sling. Amen. And on the way to meet Goliath of Calf, you stoop down and pick you up five smooth stones. There'll not be a devil in hell. What's your mind is made up that will derail you. Can I tell you? You won't get sidetracked through all the threats, through all the persecution. Amen. Even when you're being talked down to, you'll say, my mind is made up. My foot is on the rock. Amen. Come on. I got a cause. I got a reason to fight. Come on, somebody. I got a hell to sing. Son, and a heaven to gain. say, well, uh, amen, short-legged preacher, <laughs> I'm not feeling that right now. I know that. I know that's a hard pill, amen, for some that's just getting started to understand, but I'm telling you, what's the anointing and the power of God, what's that authority comes in your life, there ain't nothing, because with God all things are possible to them that believe. So just receive the Spirit of God. Just receive what God has for you. Amen. And let Him tiptoe you. Amen. Let Him exalt you. Let Him change your life. Amen. Oh, come on, somebody. Let Him lead you. Let Him guide you. And most important, let Him elevate you. That no matter what you face, Amen. My Bible told me, Amen. It told you as well that they were made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of their testimony. And I need your testimony. I need you to repent tonight. I need you to get baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. I need you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I need your encouragement. I need your authority that only comes from God. You may not be feeling that right now, but I know a God. I know a God. Then in a moment's time, to turn everything around. Amen. So most of us knows that story of David and the Goliath. Praise the Lord. He didn't just knock him down with a stone, but he took his sword, the giant's own sword, and he amputated his head, cut it clean off. Yeah, right. You know the good thing about obeying God is those around you begin to get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. When you cut the head off of your giant, yes. you're already preaching without realizing it. Yeah. You're already being a witness. Yeah. You're already being a soul winner. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. I may have been an alcoholic today, but I'm an apostolic tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, I may have been elbow exercising yesterday, but today both of my hands are in the air, and I'm telling about somebody, about Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. If God don't stifle you, if God don't hold you back, oh, then 
So it, it spurred on the rest of the children of Israel. And they rose up and they, uh, they fought the Philistines. They took their supplies and all they had. Amen. And they conquered them. All because of one little David's faith. He had anointing. Amen. That's right. Oh, I understand, sir. Gay man, you wasn't planning on fighting a giant. You just had your loaf of bread. Hey, man, and your pound of cheese. Something changed tonight when you walked in that back door. You come in a place where God is at. And I'm going to tell you something. Who God anoints, he qualifies. So just get out of that negativity. Don't let nobody put you in a box. Oh, come on, somebody. For it is what it is. And God has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And it's time, come on, somebody, that we do for Jesus. Boy, the devil don't like me very much right now, but I don't care. Preach it. You people love me, so I care yes, what man. that's what the devil thinks, right? <laughs> it's amazing though what just some anointing from God can do in your life. And also how it can cause others to view you that's around you and maybe even, amen, in that very same time. Uh, it just puts you down, but all of a sudden something happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden you got Jesus, right. and God began to elevate you in such a way that they couldn't argue with what God is doing for you. That's right. That's right. And that's what happened here. We find in chapter 18, well, in verse uh, 58, still in 17, and Saul said to him, Whose son art thou, young man? And David answered, I am the son of the servant of Jesse the Bethlehemite. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So just a, just, a, just a little while ago, before the slain, before the stone, was pretty much talking down to David like he was beneath him. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Isn't it so wonderful how when we begin to lean on God and we begin to obey Him, even the higher-ups got to set up and take notice. I don't mind being a nothing and a nobody, but I'll tell you what I do mind is when the God I serve is looked down upon and treated like he's a nothing and a nobody. But if I let God work in my life, I'll change something. Somebody will begin to set up and know the difference. Come on, you're not stifled by God. You're only stifled by your unbelief. You're only stifled because you won't trust him. So go get your war bought at all. Come on, break out the drum. Get prepared to worship. Get ready for battle. For God is calling somebody that'll fight tonight. 
Who is that boy anyway? Who's his daddy? Where did it come from? Oh, hallelujah. My, my, my. Glory. Something marvelous began to happen in David's life. All of a sudden, he wasn't just a sheep herder no more. He wasn't just somebody. Amen. Out in the wilderness. Leading a few sheep to water and grass. He wasn't just a servant that was doing amazing things with no one watching. There was nobody there when he slew the bear. But yet, you know what? He slew the bear. There was nobody there when he slew the lion. But you know what? The lion's still in the grave. And I'll tell you, that's where you need to get with your anointing. You're not doing it for the show, but you're doing it for the glory of God. Yeah. 
Understand the intimidation. Get it. Understand what it's like to grow up poor. Hunt for your food. Go to the creek to take a bath. Understand what it's like to live without no indoor plumbing. I've been there. Yes. Amen. Didn't have a choice in the matter when I was a child. That's the way we grew up part of the time. Yeah. But I also understand what it's like, amen, to not feel that I had a hope. I understand what it's like to get my courage out of a bottle, whatever pill I could find, whatever I could find to stick up my nose. But I got to tell you something. All that changed when I said yes to Jesus. Right. Come on, I know I feel the Holy Ghost. I may have felt intimidated. I might have felt like I needed a crutch. But I got to tell you something. I've got the best crutch ever. I've got Jesus. He's the highlight of my life. He leads me and guides me every day. He brings me into his truth. He gives me confidence. He gives me courage. And once in a while, he'll allow me to lay my hands on some poor soul. And they'll receive the Holy Ghost. They'll receive a miracle in their body. I've seen him use me to put broken homes back together. I understand intimidation, but I'm not fighting the world from hell's point of view. I've got God on my side. And God before me. Who can be against me? Please don't let him tell you you didn't come from the right family. Come on. Hallelujah. Please don't let him tell you drifted too far. You once had it all going, but you turned your back. Amen. Then I can't come back. Oh, come on, somebody. Could it be that the mess you've gotten yourself in, God's about to turn it around. Take your mess and turn it into a message. Brother, you'll never know unless you get to do it for God. something about this preacher. I don't mind tugging at your heart all night if it takes it. And I don't have a problem ignoring 99 Holy Ghost filled people to tug on that one's heartstrings that ain't quite convinced yet. But I'm going to tug at you tonight because I'm inviting you to the king's house. Not as a visitor. Not as a guest. But a full-time residence. I'm going to beg you. I'm going to barter with you. I'm going to preach to you. Change your address. Get in the king's house. Come on, somebody. Amen. You've got to be born into it. Of the water and of the spirit. If you'll just be obedient. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I understand. I understand the thought process. If I just sit here, if I make no noise, if I just sit here real quiet, that preacher won't know that it's me. Amen. But I got news for you. The Holy Ghost knows it's you. The Holy Ghost said, let me love you. Come on into my house. Come on, let me let me take you out of Lodabar, the place of isolation, the place that's desolate. Amen. Where it has nothing profitable for you. Let me go to Lodabar. Let me grab you by the hand tonight, ma'am. Let me get you up out of your pew, sir. Let me tell you, there's no unforgivable sin. The blaspheme of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you? God loves you. God wants you back in the fold tonight. Necessarily king then, although he had been anointed to be, just the process of time hadn't took place yet. Yes. That's where you're at today. That's right. Amen. You're still weighing it out. All along, God's giving you the whoop of your life tonight. Not because he don't like you, quite the contrary. He loves you with a Amen. Hey man, he loves you so much. He was willing to sign, seal, and deliver in blood yes. on the cross. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. You probably don't even love yourself enough to die for yourself. You had already be thrown in the towel saying, I'm done with sin. Right. But we've got a God that's going to stir you. Amen. He's going to dig at you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's about to tear me up on the inside. Yeah. Amen. Don't you understand? In the king's house, you have the best. Amen. Nothing can conquer you when you're in the king's house. You have the protection and the, amen of angels, amen, that are gathered around you, not only in a spiritual realm, but in a literal realm. You show me any, sure enough, God called preacher, I'll show you somebody that's willing to love you, that's willing to spend every ounce, every minute of the day to try to rescue you from the awful shape that you're in. Oh, but your dope buddies won't. Amen, your beer drinking friends won't. They're around you when you got a 12er. Go around you when you got an eight ball. Go around you if you got a half loaded gun to stick in their arm. But once that drug's gone, once that liquid's gone, they no longer know you. But they're on to the next victim, the next mooching buddy. But not God. He said, I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I'll be there for you always, even under the end of the world. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You say, well, 
short-legged preacher, I'm a failure. Well, that's the way you feel. He man, let me even side with you a little bit. But let me give you a chance to be a failure no longer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. In a moment of time, yeah. right. right now, tonight, at this old fashioned altar, right. in a Holy Ghost filled church yeah. service, yeah. I refuse yeah. to be a failure any longer. Yeah. I refuse yeah. to be a load of bar. Yeah. Come on, Eric Martin's house. Yeah. I'm on the house. Yeah. And I was right. sold right. in slavery. Yeah. I'm not there any longer. Yeah. I'm not going to be a slave, a yeah. slave to sin yeah. any longer. But I'm going to allow God in my life. Yeah. I'm going to allow God to pull me up yeah. out of this horrible pit. Out of this miry clay. Yeah. Put my feet on a solid rock and establish my going. You don't always have a choice in the world. That's right. Amen. But with God, you do have a choice. Yes. yes. Don't you Amen. think? Sir, that it's in his power, if he wanted to, to make you listen. But that's not what he does. He tries to reach us through love and compassion. Amen. Amen. Healing our wounds. Amen. One of the promises that he made to us, he said that there's a place that we'll go where the Lord himself will wipe all tears the way amen amen you won't have them right won't be the junk you go through in this life the insecurities you might have that's right problems that arises every day but let me tell you something even though all that is promised when you get to heaven once you step into the king's house, once you have a mind made up, I'm changing my address. No longer can you reach me. Hey man, at 911 hell. Come on, somebody. But I'm at 777. Hey man, in the house of God. Come on, once you have a made up mind, you have privileges. Hey man, beyond your wildest dream. He'll make a way. He'll feed you when you're hungry. Come on, somebody. He'll heal you when you're hurting. When you need a miracle, he'll make a way for the seamen not to be away. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But Saul wanted to know who this David was. Amen. He could be seated if you want to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I hope I'm pulling somebody tonight. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know that it's midweek and work's going on, but that'll be there the next day. But you need to seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He's near. Hallelujah. But the Bible said in verse 2, or verse 1, said it came to pass there in the 18th chapter, it came to pass when He had made the end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan loved him as his own. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been up here a while, but Jonathan, so I won't continue reading, but Jonathan began to give him his clothing, his sword, just whatever David had need of. Amen, they just become tight. 
Hallelujah. That's what's so awesome. Amen. About being in the king's house. Amen. You've got people that really love you. Amen. It's not lip service. No. Come on, it's not a, a social ladder. Yeah. But when somebody touches you and says, I'm praying for you, or, or can I help you? They mean it, praise the Lord. Well, I know brothers and sisters, uh, amen, that would give you, uh, amen, their last morsel of bread uh, if it meant you didn't go hungry. Uh, I know brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, I've seen the world come in, uh, and right away the women uh, are going through their closet uh, so they'll have clothing to wear. Uh, men are digging out. Uh, amen, give them their best shoes. Uh, amen, putting gas in their car. Uh, I've even heard of people uh, getting cars give to them uh, so they can find a way uh, to and from God's house. Yeah. It's, real. it's real. It's real. I know it's real. I'm apostolic. I'm a one God talker. I've been in the church. It's real. You don't always find that in the world. That's right. What we find is superficial kind of love. That's right. I'll hang around you, but what can you do for me? That's yeah. right. Mm. See, that's just like the devil. No wonder the world that way. That's right. He shows you a bunch of lights. Right. Makes promises that he can't keep. That's right. Says, I'll be there for you always. He, man, while along, they're sleeping with your best friend. That's right. Oh, I love you, baby. Amen. Right after they just got done huh, pulling a knife right down deep in your heart. Huh. Why? Because it's not real love. Huh. Amen. It's a love that expects something back. Huh. God says this. Huh, I'm going to love you huh, regardless if you ever do anything for me. Huh. I'm going to keep loving you huh, just by chance. Huh. One day you'll come to your senses huh, and realize huh, that on Calvary, huh, on that old rugged cross, huh, I allowed myself huh, to be nailed to that tree. Amen. To prove to you, I won't forsake you. I'm there always. I'm by your side. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll make you as my vessel. I'll put my spirit in. That way, you're never far from me. Come on, somebody. I'll prove it. You'll have that evidence. For out of you, will flow an unknown tongue. Not given by men, but given by the Holy Ghost. Can the world do that for you? No, sir. Amen. But they was knitted together. It was a custom. Amen. Any time that the kingship went to a totally new family, a lot of times everyone in that family got killed. Yes. Very true. That's right. I believe that's why it was important that Jesus said, The thief cometh not. Before to kill, steal, and destroy. But he said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I believe that was a signification. We're not serving the normal king. Amen. Have you want to. Amen. Come on, this thing ain't written by accident. Well, the Bible said it'd be line upon line. Precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little. Can I tell you, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. Amen. Yeah. That means God made you, sir. Amen. 
first surgeon ever existed. First anesthesia. Because a deep sleep come upon Adam. Amen. You know what he said? Adam said, this is flesh of my flesh. And bone of my bone. Oh, come on. I'm fixed to preach this to make God did this for a reason. Because he wanted you to understand Amen. that the female race is not your conquest. It's not someone that you're stronger than that you can treat like the like worse than the dirt off your shoe. No, God made her that she would be flesh and bone of your bone. Come on, somebody. Hey man, I can tell some of you, some of you jelly belly pansies. Hey man, you're not gonna get a cut on your finger without you not whining. Come on, but you'll treat your women. Hey man, like they're anything but your flesh. So lady, if you think that you deserve to be treated poorly, understand this, that you were made from a choice rib. Not just any rib, he could have grabbed it out of a monkey if we had come from monkeys. He could have grabbed it out of the well if we'd have been fishing the sea. But that's not what he does. As well as he wanted to make the women folk from something besides dirt like he did the man. Amen. He was trying to get through our thick skull to say, Amen, this is not your conquest, but this is a part of you. You're to cherish them. You're to love them. And in return, ladies, Amen, when you get that kind of love, you're supposed to give reverence under your husband. Hallelujah. Your man's not weak because he worships the ground you walk on. Your man is in line with biblical standards because he loves you as God loved the church. I'm going to get in trouble. But some of you so full of demons. Amen. You don't respect your body. You don't respect. Amen. The love that God has given you. Or the man that God has sent you. I say this. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke that foul spirit. Come out right now. Loosen and make free. Hallelujah. 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 
talking about being in the king's house yeah. where things are harmonious, yeah. where things are peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's not that you might not have a disagreement, to, amen, in your marriage when you're in the king's house, but it can be a peaceful disagreement. And it's so that when you need the answer, you go to the pastor, you go to the word of God, and it says, this is what you do. And without thought or doubting, fear or wavering, you say, yes, Lord. And you know what? You don't get a divorce. You stay together because that's the way God designed it. Well, I don't know if I'm in trouble yet, but I kind of feel like I'm getting there. So in this, this is not in my notes. I just got scriptures wrote down. So in this, just like that old song says, we're looking for love in all the wrong places. Come on. We're not going to the Lord's house to pick our mate. We're going amongst the harlotans. The charlatans, the Jezebels of the world, they wouldn't understand true love if it was a Mack truck and run right over them. You pour your heart and soul, you give them all the godly love you can, and you're astounded and stumped. Amen. When you know that it ain't worked out, and you're like, oh my God, what did I do? What's wrong with me? I tell you what's wrong with you, and I love you, and that's why I'm telling you, you didn't get her from the church. You didn't get her on your knees asking God to give me the mate you want me to have. Can I tell you, there ain't nothing wrong with you. Amen. You're just not doing it the Bible way. Your way was cursed from the beginning. Can I tell you, shake off the curse. Get on of God and get in the king's house. Uh, I, I know some of you, but I don't know you, but God knows you. I've not been listening to your parents. I've not been listening to your friends. I've not been listening to your pastor. Although I would take his advice if you give it to me, I'll promise you that. I've been down there in that basement spending time with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if I came all the way to Vermillion, South Dakota, and didn't reach for you, mm-hmm. and tell you to get on in the king's house, uh, amen, then there would be no sense for me to come. Right. 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 As much as I love you, I didn't come to tickle your ears. As much as I love you, amen, I didn't come just to pat you on the head and say you're good and everything's all right, even though I think you're good. But I know in the spirit, not everything's all right. But if you accept Jesus tonight, if you accept my invitation and get on in the king's house, you'll have a God, amen, that'll go to battle for you. You'll have a God, and whatever you're going through, he'll make your past straight. He'll make a way when you don't even see that way right now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I can't quit. Can't quit. Amen. I'm going to offend some of you young ladies, but to me, you're little girls. 
You're more valuable than how much leg you can show. That's right. That's right. Yes. You're more valuable than how much sex you can talk on that telephone. than the videos of the world that can land a trap for you. Come on in the king's house where there's real love. You got a real God. Come on. You won't sell your body to the devil. You jelly belly coward young men that think you, you you think it makes you tough to put another notch in your belt, you don't even know what you're doing. That's right. Amen. Amen. You're robbing some poor young lady. Hey man, what little soul she's got left. You're doing your best to talk her into degrading herself when you ought to be telling her about Jesus. Just like Mephibosheth, he was crippled in his feet. Some of you tonight in this place has let evil overwhelm you. And you feel crippled. And you feel stifled. And you feel like you ain't got no way out. But I'm the David. Sit to Lodabar. I'm calling out your sin. And I'm telling you, amen, if you give it to God, God will forgive you. God will love you. God will pray on you. He'll take you back. He'll make a happy existence out of your life. He'll create a new creature in Christ Jesus. Please don't think I'm trying to make light of your situation. That's right. The devil has lied to you. Some of the peers that's even been around you, your own families, that's right. Has raised you to be ignorant like you are. And I don't mean that degrading. We're all ignorant concerning some things. I'm just trying to to get you and I. Don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. He set a trap for you. Come on, he's trying to take you to a point of no return. I quoted John 10 and 10. The thief really did come to steal you, steal from you. He don't just want your promiscuity. He just don't want your sadness and your depression. He wants to kill you and your sins. He's trying to build his own kingdom. He wants you to go to hell and burn forever and ever with him. But Jesus said not so. For hell was not created for you. It was created for the devil and his angels. He said in my father's house are many mansions. Let me read that real quick. Hallelujah. Glory. Somebody got John 14. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. John 14. I'll try to close if the Lord will allow me. It says it's only 9 o'clock if that's right or not even quite. Said John 14 and 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Yeah. If you got sin in your life, you've got trouble. Amen. Yeah. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Amen. In my Father's house Amen. are many mansions. Yes. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go 
to prepare a place for you. Amen. This house is prepared for you. Yes. It's the king's house. Amen. And I give you that invitation tonight. And if I go and prepare a place for you, guess what? You don't even have to find it on your own because I'm coming again. Right. And I'm going to take you there. Right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way, you know. Now, I thank God there were Trinitarians in those days. Because Thomas said, Thomas says unto him, Lord... We know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have received him. Here we go, a doubter again, but we're fixing to bust all the bubbles in hell. Philip saith unto him, Lord, shew us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long a time with you, and yet thou hast not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father also. How sayest thou then? Shew us the Father. So whether he's talking about the Father's house or whether Jesus is saying I go away to prepare a place for you, I'm telling you, amen, you need to get in the king's house. Come on, that's not just the house of God, but that's a permanent residence. Amen, up in heaven. The Bible tells us that there was a book open and there was another book open. And whosoever's name was not written in that Lamb's book of life. I'm telling you, get your name in the book. Get your address changed. Come on, somebody. I invite you today to come in the king's house. Amen. Not someplace that can come in and go out, but someplace you come in and stay in the king's house. Could we have some music tonight? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I'm intelligent enough to understand that I'm flesh just like you. And I hope that the way that I preach this message touched you. But if my delivery was off, if the way that God's word comes out of me, turns you off. Please don't let that turn you off from God. Making the decision to live for God is the best thing you'll ever do. I know this because I made other decisions in my life. And it wasn't uh, the lack of money that made me feel poor and miserable and wretched. It was the fact that I didn't have God in my life. The devil has a way of lying to you. Oh, if you just got a few thousand bucks. Oh, if you just, you know, you got that perfect woman that everybody idolizes. You know, the one that you, you don't need to be with. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The one that's working on behalf of the devil. 
Amen. Twist your mind. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. You need to let, let it go tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. I know what it's like to make those bad decisions. Amen. Amen. I guess that I was so ignorant in my younger years that God allowed me to have a lot of things that most people dreamed of having. But it didn't change me. It didn't help me become a happy person and feel good on the inside. My happiness was minute by minute. One bottle to the next. One white line to the next. One relationship to the next. And at the end of every road, I was left feeling empty, miserable, and wretched. But in my sin, I don't know why he did it. Mine and Paul's testimony is not that different. Paul was on the way to kill more Christians. I was sitting around waiting on a dope deal. In a big, loud, booming voice, God spoke to me and said, you don't have to live this way any longer. And it changed my life forever. Will you let God speak to your heart tonight? If you know you're not where you need to be, if you know the temptations of the world and succumbing to them are about to ruin your life, will you please come to the king's house and make your mind up. I'm going to have a permanent residence with Jesus. Would you come tonight? Amen. Oh, no, no, no. 